You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. First time in a long time, the back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch we burn down everything, BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. Spotify, right? YouTube, uh, YouTube. We're we're live on our YouTube. Uh, we go live after NXT at ten thirty on our YouTube, which is BDE official. Yeah, so shout out all the people in the YouTube chat room. Uh, this is just a little bonus thing we do. We said we might as well, you know, go live on YouTube while yeah. we record this show. So we do that. But you can also find us on patreoncom upnext. Shout out to all our supporters on there. We have some crazy stuff. Coming out. It's been a crazy week for us. We've been getting a lot of messages and maybe a lot of new ears because NXT has invaded, has taken over. Yeah. How many messages have you had this week being like, yo, why haven't you done a show about SmackDown? Yes, I know. Why haven't you done a show about Raw? It was like, we didn't know this was going to happen. Like, so we, sorry. we were, we, we, we would have, we were so down to, yeah. but we had things. Public- Unfortunately, we have yeah. jobs as well. Yeah. Um, so man, uh, so that's what we're here to talk about. Yeah. I guess we will get into that. Uh, which NXT has been everywhere. Survivor Series adds NXT, and now uh, there's all this... Every, everything's it, NXT. It does kind of make me laugh, because every year, I think they've done it, what, three or four years now? The, right. the Raw versus SmackDown thing. Yeah. And there's been zero stakes, and everyone's like, what is the point? Why yeah. are they doing this? Bragging rights. Yeah. Nothing's going to come of it. Of course. And then NXT joins in. And still, what are the stakes? NXT joins the There chat. are none, but everyone's like, yeah, that's sick. Yeah, that's exactly. It's like, uh, they, they're doing a whole takeover angle in their own company. Yeah. It's pretty Essentially, smart. yeah. yeah. I, and they did that before. And, you know, some people said it didn't really work out the last time there was an invasion angle. But yes. what about the, it's like Nexus, right? It is, yeah. It's cool. Uh, yeah, so uh, NXT, uh, sh- you know, showed up on SmackDown because all the wrestlers were stuck in Saudi Arabia. I, I don't know why, but they, they were. Uh, yeah, and uh, I feel we'll, 
we may never really truly know what went down in great Saudi mysteries. Arabia. I'm waiting for Ben Affleck to direct the film. Yes. About it. <laughs> about getting them back. <laughs> about getting them back from Saudi Arabia. Um, yeah, what a wild... I think this is going to go down in history this week. We all know about the, the plane ride from hell oh, all boy. those years ago. Wow. And I feel this is going to be in... The like, dark side of the um, ring. Down yeah, there. it's going to go down as legend. Yes. This, this uh, Vince McMahon... Abandoning his troops. Very strange. Um, I mean, even in Titanic, the captain goes down with the, the ship. The captain you know? went down right? with the ship. That's how yeah. it goes. That's very, that's very shady. Mm. Vince McMahon. Oh boy, interesting, interesting times. In and I love this uh, this press release they oh, they put boy. out. Oh boy, which like said what we already knew. They're like, we're now doing two shows a year yeah. until 2027. It's oh like, hang on, what are you doing? Two shows a year. Until 2027, anyway. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, yeah, very, very weird. We We're did, not here to talk about this. We watched though. the Saudi show, and we did a Patreon show for it. Yeah. Yeah, we did. So, um, that was cool. I uh, thought it was actually a pretty decent yeah, show. Was okay. But compared to the other ones, I thought there were there were some good things Brock Lesnar, King Velasquez, best match ever. Best match ever, yeah. <laughs> and talking about best match ever, we will be recording oh, tomorrow. Yes. Wow, segue. A brand new episode. Yeah, we do this best show. Yeah, we do this show on our Patreon uh, once in a while called Best Match Ever, where we pick the best matches ever in wrestling. Now, yeah. we started this doing the Hell in the Cell. We did the best Hell in the Cell ever. Uh, what was the last one we did was the Rock Austin WrestleMania trilogy. And we thought, let's get away from NXT. Let's get away from WWE. Let's just go to Japan. Yeah. And what some say is the best match ever. Kenta Kobashi versus uh, Mitsu- Mitsuharu... Masawa. Masawa. Yeah. Which Two you, legends in you Noah. Say, you say about Rock the Austin, but yeah. this is kind of the Rock the Austin of yes, Japan. Yes, it is. The two pillars of Japanese wrestling yes. in the 90s. And this is their... 2003, their final match, the their final singles match against each other. Now, this this match goes back to like 2003, yep. but even then there was still tape trading. The internet was around, but tape trading, buying DVDs was all hot. And yep. this is this is like uh, one of the best ones. Now, uh, a lot of wrestling fans love this match. Now, even if you don't want to join our Patreon to hear us talk about it, because that's what we're going to do, and go watch this match. Yeah. It's all over the internet on YouTube, even. To be honest, go check it watch- out. Any match between these yeah, two guys. Yeah, Kenta Kobashi is one of the guys They're that nuts. made me love wrestling, definitely. Um, so we're going to be talking about that. We're going to dissect Kenta Kobashi and Masao. We're going to do that for best match ever coming out on our Patreon uh, this week, which is awesome. Because then, in this, this is why I love our Patreon. We can do whatever we want. There's a new Terminator movie out. Bringing back the old cast and this new one didn't do too well. The they're they're doing the kind of thing that um, Halloween did with their latest film. It's yeah. like, forget everything since T2. Yep. Uh, this is this is the third Terminator yes. movie. Well, so what are we doing? Well, we're watching the OG, the mm. Terminator from 1984, Arnold Schwarzenegger. We've, we've dived into 1984 a couple of times. Yeah, we did Nightmare on Elm Street like yeah. two weeks ago. And I feel like ago. we might have had another one from that time. <laughs> 1984 um, was a good year, apparently. Good year. Yeah, yeah George wow. Orwell knew what he was... Writing about. Yeah, I guess so. Was it George Orwell? I, I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so, the Terminator review, uh, I just watched it for this review. I remember this movie. This movie's great, but it means that one day we can review T2. And I know more people want us to hear that, probably, but probably. the original, because, you know, people like that movie. Uh, so, we do, we're just doing whatever we want for our Patreon. Yeah. It's really cool. It's um, awesome. We'll have an episode of Was Next, uh, sorry, Up Next Extra. 
yes. tomorrow, uh, where we'll be talking about AEW. Yeah, so tonight. you can hear us. This show up next will always be free wherever you get your podcast. But if you join our Patreon, you can get us doing a Thursday show where we talk about AEW and NXT, kind of doing the Wednesday night clash there, which has been a really fun show that I love yeah. doing. Uh, that's always every Thursday for our patrons. And then you get all the other extra shows. And if you join now, because it's kind of still the, the beginning of the month, you still get to go back and listen to everything we've ever posted. Yeah, so, so sign, up, awesome. sign up to our yeah, North five bucks a month, man. tier yeah. for five bucks. And you'll get probably around, by the end of the week, around like 25, 26 shows. Yeah, so crazy. all for $5. Yeah. So worth signing up. Uh, yeah. Um, but on our free feed, uh, we will. I will be joined this weekend by... John Ceno, who's lurking in the YouTube channel yes. right now. Yes, wrestling law fan all the way back. Yep. Yeah, um, and Great Jesse guy. from the Six, because there's a lot of wrestling on this weekend. Yes. Um, we have uh, Full Gear, AEW. Full Gear. Uh, we have the San Jose New Japan show. Right, yeah. But we are the NXT guys. Mm-hmm. We are your NXT friends. 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 Um, so we're looking at kind of NXT's feeder company, Evolve. Yes. Um, so John Cena is actually going to be at Evolve 139 on okay. Saturday. So he's going to be giving a little rundown on that. And then I will be joined by Jesse from The Six Sunday evening to talk about Evolve 140. Awesome. So we have so many shows, again, on our on our free feed, on our Patreon. But go check us out. Help support us if you like us. And if you're... In, we got a lot of new listeners now because NXT people. Uh, welcome to uh, Up Next because this is what we do. Uh, so before uh, we get into some NXT chat, uh, David, spooky season. It's officially over. It's officially over. You're so happy because I've been saying <laughs> spooky season and listening to spooky music. It's now what... Christmas season? Yeah. Is it cuffing season? <laughs> yeah, I think it's always cuffing season for you, right? No, 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 no. It's never cuffing season. <laughs> okay, no, okay. No, 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 never. Um, it's, it's thotum. <laughs> okay, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh Yeah, so we had a Halloween party. No, sorry. A Halloween... Gathering. A gathering. And so, I think it was a gathering. Yes, we were adults. We behaved. We were adults. Yeah. So we had a crazy Halloween party last year. Mm. Things got a little way out of hand. So this year, we said it's a Halloween gathering. We invited way less people, including interesting characters that showed up last year that we uh, shall not be named and will not be brought <laughs> up on this show. Uh, and this year, we made guidelines. We said, uh, no one shall... Uh, uh, order in drugs. <laughs> no one shall hook no up in our bathroom. Curricular activities yeah. in the bathroom. Yeah, no one getting around with other people's persons in the bathrooms, and, uh, and no fighting, and no. Uh, what was it called? The Johnny Fallover. The <laughs> no the punch. punch. The, the punch. punch. Yeah, we uh, didn't do punch. So we did the gathering. We did our house up, uh, really nice, really quickly. We got like hanging we got, arms. Like and- the last. Three items from Dollarama. Yeah, we, that we made the available. BD, the Brain Davy Estate look pimp. And I thought Halloween. it looked pretty good yeah. for a quick ten minute job. You put up a Chromecast in the kitchen. We had a, you did a pumpkin. We had everything. We had Kyrie in the doorway. We left our door wide open, and we put Kyrie in the in the doorway. So when people came down, they thought it was a person. And I heard I got so many people. I was like, this is gonna be a great idea. It just I was like Kevin McAllister putting. We'd the, be in like the, the back room. We wouldn't necessarily know who people have come, and then yeah. we'd hear the scream and say, "Oh, Taylor's here." Okay, <laughs> and she's like, "Kyrie." <laughs> Because <laughs> she knows who she is. Uh, so we had uh, people over, and it was a blast. And then we went to a nearby bar, Clinton's, and it was packed. And it we was got really packed. we got we got a little litty. We got spooky seasoned mm. out. Uh, I was a sloth. I was in a sloth onesie for yeah. Halloween. Uh, what were you? Uh, what was I? Oh, I was a dead jock. 
So my girlfriend and I were like a high school yes. jock and cheerleader, but did all like... Your makeup was awesome. Yeah, it did yeah. pretty cool makeup. Um, the pictures are on my Instagram. Check yes. it out, at Davey Portman. <laughs> yes, we have pictures from there, and uh, we I was in a sloth. My other buddy, was Cameron, was in a uh, shark onesie as well, so yeah. we were just the onesie pals. Uh, it was great. I, I enjoy Halloween so much. Yeah, he was his favorite horror film, Jaws. <laughs> yeah, well, then what would I... I was, a, I, I was wearing shades, and... I felt like it, Orange Cassidy should have been a sloth because I, I was like walking around like orange, walk, yeah. acting. I was doing the Orange Cassidy thumbs up. I was <laughs> acting like a sloth the whole time because that's what I am in reality. Uh, but then, so that was Halloween, and like I had to recover the next day. But mm. then I had to go to another Halloween party. Oh damn! Now is throwing a Halloween party on November first like still allowed? Because this is what I went to. Now I feel Halloween fell on a Thursday this year. Yeah. So I feel Halloween should be the Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Like, that that should be the days. Okay, people, cool. The weekend closest to. Yeah. People were celebrating, like, the Friday, the week yeah, before. And I was like, come on, that's that's too early. Yeah, I didn't it's, hear a the week before. It's just been Thanksgiving, hasn't it? Yeah. Like that time, yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, well, I went to another party on mm-hmm. November 1st. It was, like, another house party. This one was not a gathering. This one was a party. And at around, like, uh, 12.30, like, after midnight, the power went out. Like okay. In the whole area. So it wasn't just the, our house. It was like right. everything. But I'm like, that, this is how scary movies start. You're at a party. Everyone's in a costume and pff, power's out. So quickly, everyone started using their flashlights. We had a Bluetooth speaker. So we connected that. And I started DJing off a Bluetooth speaker with my phone because I still had juice on it. Everyone was lighting candles. It was really cute. Really awesome. But you see, uh, our rules should have been applied to Uh-oh. this party because, okay. you know, you, you, you introduce people in cute costumes to alcohol and other uh, degeneracy, and then you turn the power out, you know, things will, things, people will do things in bathrooms <laughs> and people's beds. And then there was a huge argument because someone's the owner of said bed. It was a whole, uh. it was a whole kerfuffle. So I don't know how you, I don't know. Is it weird if someone else were to use your bed? It's interesting. It's terrible. I don't like that at all. I, to be honest, I don't have too much of a problem. Yeah, as long as you're you clean my sheets. House, like, I'm... Actually, I'm you're right. always, like... I put away things that, like, are valuable or yes. can break. It's... You're having a load of people into your place with alcohol. Yeah. Shit's gonna happen. Of course. You've gotta be prepared for that. You're right. If something breaks, you can't be too mad, because... I think like, guys maybe are cooler with people using their bed. Just wash it. Yeah, just make sure you wash your sheets. Yeah. yeah that's um, right. So, <laughs> I... I... I didn't feel hungover at all oh, on Friday I this year. Um, unlike last year where I died. But I, I <laughs> prepared myself this time and booked work off. Whoa. And then I'm reading all this Saudi Arabia stuff. And I'm saying to myself, this is in Buffalo. This, when is WWE the best? And it's when their back's up against the wall. Right. Like, when is WWE the best? Maybe when they don't have a roster. So I was looking into I was looking into Greyhounds, megabuses, and was so I woke strongly up, yes. considering going to Buffalo. You looked at megabuses two hours away. Yeah, you're like, hey, we can make it this bus if we go to SmackDown now. And you almost convinced me, but I did have to go to this party, and I was like, oh, I don't think I could take it. I was hurt. I was hurting yeah. from Halloween, so I was in this full sloth, and I said, I don't want to do it. And boy, did we regret it because it was an NXT takeover. Know, it, was, it was NXT in Buffalo. Yeah, crazy. So um, so should we talk a little bit about uh, SmackDown? I guess. Yeah. Yeah, go for it. I mean, I, I watched it back, and I, I really enjoyed it. I like how it was a whole takeover thing. Triple H and Shawn Michaels were there. Mm. It was cool. It was really interesting. And Daniel Bryan versus Adam Cole. 
Baby, our great match of the week. I yeah, think. it was crazy. Um, I really enjoyed that match more though. So then, when NXT invaded Raw, yeah, and and it was Adam Cole versus Seth. That one felt a little bit more forced. Now to I'm me. I'm going to be maybe slightly critical here. Okay. Um, I thought it was fantastic NXT's on SmackDown. Yeah. I thought it was such a a pleasant surprise. However, they were kind of they made it sound like it was an invasion, and it. I wasn't getting that Nexus vibe. I okay. wasn't getting that, uh, like, ECW joining WCW to attack WWE. Sure. It's more vibe. Survivor Series thing. It was, like, the Shayna thing was the only, like, actual attack on the sure, show. yeah. The rest was people, like, man-to-man challenging. Because that's NXT. And then NXT is standing tall, but... They keep on talking about since they fired the first shot and they it, it didn't really it didn't even that SmackDown thing the other year remember when Shane and SmackDown just like attacked Raw sure it didn't quite feel like that okay. to me but that being said I still think it's really cool right. seeing all these guys on SmackDown uh, seeing Adam Cole versus Daniel Bryan a match crazy I really wasn't prepared to be no. seeing this week. Because if you if I if you said hey do you want to go to SmackDown tonight and knowing that was the main yeah. event I'd probably be like yeah yeah, let's yeah do maybe it. yeah um, and I think what's so cool and I like that they're doing these these matches across uh, SmackDown Raw uh, NXT they're not just waiting for Survivor Series I feel like we're going to have a few weeks of just kind of these sort of dream matches which I think so yeah you, you kind of. Well, you, you keep thinking, oh, we, we'll eventually get Daniel Bryan, Adam Cole, maybe when Adam Cole moves sure, up in yeah. two years or whatever. But we're seeing it now. Um, this whole thing is cool because it's NXT was announced in it's going to be part of Survivor Series, mm. and then the Saudi thing happened. They, it was a perfect slot. It mm. made perfect sense to have them do that on Completely. SmackDown, and it was awesome. The Raw one was really cool as well. As when Undisputed Era walked out, you could see the. The joy in every single member of Undisputed Era's face. Because yeah. they're like, this is my raw, technically their raw debut. They're walking out here. I thought that was really cool. I, I didn't so much like Adam Cole versus Seth Rollins that much. I don't know. Seth Rollins, I'm a little cold on right now. Um, I yeah. felt, it just felt like really... And the crowd just wasn't... Yeah, what a terrible, a what a terrible uh, place to, to be at for that. It yeah. would have been so... It would have came across so much hotter if it was now, at a hotter I don't crowd. know if it's the... Uh, if it's actually the the building, because I I have a friend who was at that show, yeah, um, and she said it was like really loud because I I, Whoa, okay. I like sent her a text being like, wake up, yeah, <laughs> yo, could you have not been a bit more excited? That was like not a bad roar. Wow, it's like what are you talking about? We were crazy loud. It's like oh, okay. okay, it just seemed like a typical Long Island yeah crowd. Too many Long Island iced teas. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, uh, I thought it was really cool, and I like this whole NXT being part of it, and it's it's brought so much more light, so much more eyes to the product before, because still more WWE fans are casual and watch the main roster stuff. Mm. So it's good to bring in the attention. They're like, whoa, these characters look interesting, and they're beating up these people, whoa. And then you, earlier you just mentioned the two words, dream match. Mm. Well, Survivor Series has a dream match, for me, anyways. It's got multiple yes. for me. Like- so you have... The triple threat tag team champions match, which is the revival from SmackDown, the War Raiders, the Viking Raiders yep. from Raw tag team champions, and the NXT tag team champions, Undisputed Era. I mean, these are three of the like best, best. NXT uh, tag champs yes. have been. Yes, which is very cool. And it's all three of them fighting in a three way tag match. Uh, this is the match. I'm like, okay, maybe I take work off and yeah. and come watch. Well, I mean, there is a chance that the post-show 
there might be a little up next invasion. We should. We should. Have, we should. should. We should invade shall John we, Way. Should we fire our shot? Yeah. We know where they what live. We, yeah, yeah. We know. What do we do? Like egg their ass? Kick the door down and... <laughs> we, you know what you do? You wait till John's son is on nap time. And then you you ring the doorbell. <laughs> and then you run away. <laughs> First shot. First shot. Don't mess with us. We're up next. We'll talk to John away because uh, that could be a lot of fun. Survivor mm. Series. Cross brands. Cross brands. NXT invading. Yeah. Yeah, that could be, be fun. fun. The rest of Survivor Series already looks crazy. Brock and Ray is not part of NXT. But, man, I'm interested I'm in really that. enjoying I was that. Yeah, I was a big fan of Rey Mysterio and Brock when they were back on SmackDown and back in the day. Yeah. And now seeing them here, I think this is a big match feel. Ray just feels so rejuvenated. Yeah, pop, he's a pop culture icon again. So, like, yeah. even non-fans are like, wait, this is a match? What? This I, is love seeing, uh, I love seeing Brock motivated. He, he, he's yes. like Orton for me. Yeah. You, you can tell there's suddenly with Orton there'll be a glimmer in his eye when he's like, oh, he likes this pairing and yeah. he's he's hungry for this. And then he'll phone it in for the Whatever rest of the else. year. But this thing, Brock seems pretty invested Definitely. in this feud. And it's always so much better for me, a big guy versus a little guy. Yeah. And you can't get a better little guy than... Ray Mysterio, the the biggest little guy. Yeah. The little, like, he's the best. So I'm, I'm really... Uh, I, High for this Survive Series yeah. card. I'm uh, triple threat women's champions match. The man Becky Lynch versus Bailey versus Shayna Baszler mm. from NXT. And uh, I loved Shayna and Becky on Raw. I thought Shayna looked the best in a promo she's ever looked because everything she said was like purposely said. Yeah, I'm not Ronda Rousey. Uh, very good. So you know Shayna and Ronda are friends and go back way back in their MMA days and. Becky's the one who pinned, or kind of pinned, Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania. So it's like a whole interesting thing. And then there's Bailey. <laughs> Karen. <laughs> She's Karen. Yeah. She looks, her new haircut looks like she wants to speak to your manager. Yeah, yeah got it. All right. Yeah, so this Survivor Series looks crazy. Uh, and not even that, but the night before is War Games. Yeah. Which is even I crazy. said to you as we were watching the show tonight... So everything's gearing up for uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Yes. First, first time ever, Wrestle Kingdom is a two-night event on the 4th and the 5th Crazy. in the Tokyo Dome. Oh, my goodness. And this kind of feels like that. We've had the weekenders for a long time now with NXT and then Survivor Series, but it kind of feels like part one, part two yeah. with your NXT talent Definitely. across both shows. Definitely. Um, I mean, uh, to just cut you off and pause for two seconds, I'm so upset we're not going to Wrestle Kingdom because Hiromu versus Osprey. Yeah. Oh, baby. Hiromu's taking it. Yeah. He's taking it. He's got to prove, but that match is main event worthy the, to the me. Sh- the shows look fantastic. Uh, we keep looking. We keep looking at flights. I know. We keep looking at our... Our potential Patreon money and, <laughs> and flights, and it's like, oh, like we can have a layover in Shanghai, and then that's what I did before. Yeah. <laughs> I did Australia. I did a layover to Aussie, and then I did, I hung out in Aussie, and then I did a layover there again. And then the thing is, we're idiots, so we'll get there and then be like, fuck, we we've thought about the flights, we thought about accommodation, but well, can't afford we still all need the, money. For we still need else. to buy all these strong zeros because yeah. I've never introduced you to a strong zero next yet. Year. Next year, next year, next I year. I mean, next like twenty twenty one. We'll get a GoFundMe. Yeah. We just won't withdraw anything until then. We just live in... No. i got to take you to Rapungi. You might not come back. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I was. I want to go to Chicago to see our pal Scrump over there for... Yeah. I know he's going to be going to these War Games Survivor course, Series. Yeah. Chicago's getting this crazy weekend. Um, so, War Games and Survivor Series coming up. And this episode of NXT is definitely 
highlighting both of the shows. It's making you want to watch and absolutely both of those events, yeah. right? Because uh, there's some new match announcements for the War Games that we'll get into mm. when we review tonight's episode of NXT. And this is NXT from November 6, 2019. Let's get into it. <clears throat> now, um, the OC, the AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson, right before NXT goes on the air, they attack Undisputed Era backstage. They beat up Bobby Fish so bad that there's blood being sprayed out of his mouth <laughs> into looked, the dumpster. It looked like um, he had, like, ketchup in his hand. Yeah. And when he had his head slammed against yeah. the truck, he just, like, splattered it. Across. Oh. But it looked pretty cool. And then he got, like, powerbombed through a table yeah, or he, something. Yeah, he took some bombs. Yeah, r- poor Bobby. Uh, so that was all right before the, sh- the the thing went on the air. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. The shot here was Undisputed Era coming down this, like, hallway, but the back of it was still, like, outside, kind of? It's still the parking lot. It's still the parking lot. Okay, okay, cool. So we're all all on the same page that this still technically is the back end part of the parking lot. Yes. And that we all know that the NXT Full Sail parking lot is the most dangerous place on Earth. On Earth. Yeah. Kayfabe. I thought the decision to have this before the show was great. Yeah. I think if you're trying to grab viewers who are maybe thinking, ah... Am I checking out the go-home show of AEW, or do I want to watch NXT? I think I think the number this week could be really interesting, because NXT's had a lot of buzz, a lot of exposure, well, and being, okay, Raw guys are going to, we know it now, Raw yeah. guys are going to be on NXT, will we see any more? And I think might have got a bit more interest this week. Well, we had USA, like, playing, like, before 8 o'clock, you had just had it on, and it was like, whatever, show they air, some lawyer show. And we're cooking. Oh, we didn't talk about what we cooked either in our NXT cooking uh, oh, yeah. thing. So far, we did the Drew Goulash. We did the... Uh, last week, we did some, like, chili, and we couldn't think of a name. And someone uh, tweeted us saying that we should have... We missed the mark not calling it uh, Gargano versus Almas and Chili. Yeah. Which is fantastic. Uh, so this week, we just decided to cook a ch- some chicken. And what did you decide well, to make? It had a Spanishy vibe. We yes. had some hot peppers in there, some yeah. tomatoes, some Piri-piri. garlic, some onions. Yeah. Uh, so instead of Spanish chicken, how about the Spanish fly chicken? Yes, the Spanish fly chicken in our Wednesday night meals. We decided we're roommates. We have to sit here and watch NXT. We could easily just order pizza, but that's kind of not our style. I think um, last week the Gargano Viamas and chili. Yeah. Ended up the next day becoming the Canadian destroyer oh, because you were not oh. you were not good. <laughs> low blow, low blow, low blow. Foreign object, foreign object. Yeah, that was it. Was hot. Yeah, it, it was, was spicy, right? It was hot. Let's just leave it at that. There was Gargano escape <laughs> from the chili. Uh, so let's talk about the OC. So when we were when I was cook- we were still like cooking. We were just about to serve up our food. The USA was still airing that show, but then during their break, I hear Mauro Ranallo's voice, so I quickly run down to the, t- the screen, and then they're like, they show the clip of the OC attacking Undisputed Era, and they're like, this is, the OC is starting off the show, tune in at 8. I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. Like, they just added that into USA, and then I quickly went on Twitter, and of course, WWE's promoting this. So what a great way to get eyes quickly watching, uh, because AJ Styles, for the first time ever, in NXT. I thought having the OC being on NXT was yeah. such a good move because most of the roster now, apart from like your older, older guys, your yeah. Andy Orton's, your John Cena's. They're from NXT. 
they're all from NXT <laughs> at some point. Yeah. And that's one of the things I've always had a problem with, with the Raw versus SmackDown, is why are you so loyal to that brand? You got drafted there from a their, week ago. Yeah, like not And now ago. you're like attacking everyone yeah. and being like, oh, I just fucking love SmackDown. Yeah. Whereas these are only they've not been rostered up yeah. guys. They've only been Raw. They've only been SmackDown. Never stepped foot in full sale. And just AJ Styles, one of the best in the world. Yes. Being in full sale, pretty cool. So NXT, when there was a bunch of New Japan theft from, from WWE those years ago, they stole the Good Brothers, mm-hmm. Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura. Yes. The Good Brothers and AJ went to the main roster. Nakamura. Luke, Luke Gallows didn't need any of that. But Nakamura anyway. went to NXT? Come on. Come on, mate. Uh, so it's just interesting that, yeah, AJ Styles did not, he did not need NXT. Yeah. He didn't quite say that tonight. I was waiting for him to say that. I thought he should have. Maybe that would have been mean. I don't know. What do you think? He kind of didn't I, say it. He's a heel. I think he could have. Yeah, I think so. Um, I was waiting for him not to say it. He, he, he made that remark. Like, he says this. So AJ Styles and the OC start off the show here tonight. And AJ grabs a the microphone. They're looking badass with their, they're in their street clothes. Because they're just in their mm-hmm. clothes. Um... AJ says, well, this is NXT. You see, Undisputed Era tried to take over Raw, and they wanted a war. But you see, we've come here, and we've taken out everyone. Because look, all of your champions here in NXT are out of commission. So it looks like we're taking over. That's not phenomenal. That's Undisputed. Now... I was I didn't quite get the uh, but it's still AJ Styles and NXT it's badass and someone's music hits and it's no one will survive Tomasa Champa comes out uh, there's a daddy's home chant which is my new favorite chant in all of wrestling for personal reasons uh, he, the <laughs> Champa says for years I hear uh, sorry Champa in the in, in grabs a microphone and he says for years every time I've been wrestling here in NXT. Everyone asks me, when are you going to move up to the main roster? Well, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, AJ Styles, allow me to welcome you to the main roster. Great line. Yeah, fantastic. Instantly makes, and Full Sail loves it. Full Sail's hot tonight, by the way. Good good job, guys. You guys help make the show. Yeah. Like you're, the, you're there every week. You need to be hot. What I love is this line, like, Champa's a, a baby face now. Yeah, yeah. But his character is still... Kind of the same, but more more a kind of Stone Cold sort of edge to sure. it, like a Stone Cold baby yeah. face. Um, because he always used to say, like, I am the champion. Yeah. Like, the WWE, the Universal, yeah. no, 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 this, as long as I hold the championship, right. it is the championship. Right. And calling NXT the main roster, same kind of thing. Yeah, he says, NXT happens to be daddy's home. And mm. then the crowd chants it again. Love it. He says... Y'all, y'all can whip Undisputed Era's ass. That doesn't bother me. In fact, I don't mind. <laughs> which, because he's kind of going to war with them yeah. at the moment. Which makes sense in the character. He says, but y'all want to stand in my ring and take over? Well, boys, I have a problem with that. AJ says that. Are the three of us supposed to be worried about you? You're the only one with the big balls to say anything. But it looks... Like, uh, we got plenty of balls, says Tomasa Champa, as Matt Riddle and Keith Lee come out, bask in his glory, bro. Champa says, hey, put your gear on 
and we'll go to war with you. AJ Styles says, you're on. So they brought their gear, because I bet they all live in Florida, don't they? <laughs> I feel like that's maybe why we had these guys. I'm pretty sure they all... I will say, uh, I have been following AJ Styles in TNA since he's been there, and it's cool because he's like the Florida guy. Yeah. I was at his uh, Royal Rumble debut at the Rumble in in Florida, in Tampa, or in Orlando, and, like, they went crazy because he's Florida. Like, he's the guy there in Impact, and to see him finally come to Full Sail, which has been Florida wrestling for quite a while now, it's just cool. It's just really cool to see him there. Uh, Love me some AJ Styles. Uh, And also... and. AJ Styles in NXT equals kind of maybe a different style. So I'm like, okay, there's going to be some fun stuff to see later tonight. Absolutely. Our first match of the night, though, is Pete Dunne versus Damian Priest. A rematch from uh, a little while ago where uh, Damian Priest got the low blow on Pete Dunne and then pinned him when the ref didn't see you. Um, so he's got the one up on Pete Dunne. So he's looking for some retaliation. Uh, Morrow calls Damian Priest uh, like a... Tuxfoliate tux fo- or some weird word I did not understand. So uh, Yeah, I, I... Yeah. Sometimes... I love Morrow. He, I think he's actually the, the best. But sometimes he says words, I'm like, okay, I gotta look that up. What I love with Morrow <laughs> is, like, during the show, we're, we're pretty active on Twitter. We're seeing what's going on. Yeah. And he'll be on our screen... And a tweet will come up <laughs> as he's making these ridiculous calls. And it's not like these predetermined tweets. It's no, like, just it's like, like what's opinions. happening. Yeah, yeah. But it's pretty much as it... It's like not even in the Quick commercial guy. break sometimes. He's Liddy. He's, he's the awesome. Best. Yeah, he's the best. And people say men can't multitask. There we go. I sure as hell can't. No, I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the match here at Pete Dunne, Damian Priest. It starts off... Priest goes for the reckoning really early on, but Dunne fights out of it. Uh, it, they're, they're showing that both guys now know each other's moves since fighting the last time. Um, and then we cut to commercial early. Uh, during the commercial, Pete Dunne is working on the arms. And Pete Dunne is already trying to... Break your fingers! Pete Dunne is going to try to break his fingers. Uh, we come back from commercial break. And as I joked to, to you, I said he was already breaking his fingers during commercial. Well, he does it again. He stomps uh, on the ring, the, the the fingers even more. Stomps against the fingers against the ring post here. Uh, he goes to powerbomb Priest, but Priest grabs the, the, the ring tag rope that is there sometimes to hold on and then blocks it. And then hits a flatliner, a kind of complete shot on Pete Dunne. Uh, there's like a striking fest, um, and then they cut to another commercial. And while there's like they're brawling, like Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn style, they're like fighting, doing different strikes. The commercial on my screen was for Cheese, and it was using that Enya song. Who can say? <laughs> and then I'm watching two guys fight. I'm like, this is really fucking weird, but I I was for it. Uh, so we come back, um, and there's a Falcon Arrow from Priest for a two. There's a, a uh, what is the X-Plex by Dunn. There's a Moonsault backflip counter and German suplexes. There's Moonsaults to the outside from Dunn. Uh, looked awesome. He goes for the backflip again, but again gets a choke slam on the apron. Yeah, he did his, um, like, the Daniel Bryan, the yeah. flip over the head. He did it a bunch. But off the ring steps on the outside, which yeah. looked pretty cool. But then gets choke slammed onto the apron. The hardest part of the ring. Hardest part. Uh, they go back into the ring. He fights back. Uh, he hits a huge sit-out powerbomb. This looked awesome. He dumps him here. Just looked great. Uh, there's a double stomp to the fingers because he's trying to break them fingers. Uh, there's uh, clotheslines. There's inside out. There's backflips attempt. There's a razor's edge from Priest for a two count. There he goes for like the arrow taunt, but Pete grabs his fingers again 
and uh, there's the the callback to their last match with the finish when he gets thrown into the ref. Uh, Priest goes for the low blow yet again, but Dunn already scouted it, grabs him, and low blows Damien, hits him with the uh, like a, an arm bar here, locks it in, extends the arm, grabs onto the fingers, and what does he do? He breaks him, and Damien Priest taps out, and Pete Dunn finally gets his retribution here. This was a fun match. Yeah, this uh, was a, this was a, a lot. crazy. This was like a slugfest here. I liked it. I did think uh, Priest just looked dumb doing the arrow thing and getting caught like that and also, <laughs> we make fun of it at home now we do it to each other we're like arrows we're we Jeremy I'd Renner? love to there to be a vignette one day of him actually doing archery and he's just does he shit. even does he even do it <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah a bit dumb from him getting caught yeah. uh, with the fingers but also like why why would you not just punch him in the face yeah, he's got one hand and the other hand's just ah, like, oh no, hand. he's got my fingers. But his fingers are his fingers are already eye. hurt. His fingers are already so hurt and oh, bruised and stomped enough, on. Fair enough. Okay. And then he broke his fingers. No, pretty good match here. I think yeah. these two are pretty good chemistry. Uh, yeah, I really liked this actually. This was this was like rough around the edges, but in a cool way. I liked it. It was a slugfest. I really liked it. And after the match, I literally said, "Where?" And then Dane attacked. Yeah. I didn't even finish, but where? And Dane attacks Pete Dunn. Priest gets involved. He's like, no, I want to beat up Pete Dunne. So then Dane starts beating him. He headbutts him. Uh, then he, like, throws him into the steps. They're brawling on the outside. He does the cannonball into the steps onto Damien Priest. So Dane... Um, what I really liked here is if you just watched uh, Priest, he was selling the broken fingers right. the whole time. When he was, like, kind of unconscious against yeah. the steps, he was still, like... Because his fingers are broken. They're broken! And... <laughs> There, there isn't that attention to detail enough in wrestling, I feel. NXT so I, always I good at the attention to detail, I think so. right? Yeah. Uh, I'll break your fingers. Well, he did it. So we'll see what happens with Dane, Dunn, and Priest. There could be like a three-way or something going on down the line. Uh, we see Dakota Kai. She's backstage. She's being interviewed about her match tonight against Shayna Baszler. And if she puts on a good showing, she could potentially be put into the War Games match on Team Rhea Ripley. Yeah, so... What I quite like is they're using their their extra shows. They've got The Bump, which is like a morning TV program. Right. Um, and they're actually using it to, to further storylines. Yeah. So um, it was announced a few days ago that Rhea Ripley and Shayna Baszler are team captains. Yes. And Shayna basically made comments on The Bump this morning that Dakota Kai is like a wasted pick. Why would you Whoa. pick Dakota Kai? Like, I've beaten her a bunch. She, She's she used to be a wimp and scary, like, scared of me. Uh, so Kai is saying here, like, yeah, no, I admit, I was intimidated by Shayna and I let her get to me. But not Since anymore. Since my injury, now I'm back. I don't no. care. I'm, I need that place. Like, I deserve it. Yeah, that storyline has been going on quite a while. If you've been following NXT, the Dakota Kai before the injury with Shayna Baszler. So it's cool that this is happening here tonight. Yeah, they never let loose ends just, like, yeah. they don't, like, rewrite history all the time. No, Everything's good. continuous, which I like. Uh, our next match is Tainara going up against the debuting Santana Garrett. Yeah. In NXT. Yeah, this is pretty cool. We know she signed a little while ago, but this is the first time we get to see her here in Full Sail in NXT. And Tainara, who I'm a big fan of, um, I, I We're know, all a big fan of Tainara. Who isn't? Who isn't, honestly? Who isn't? Um, I, what, what's her slogan? Uh, Latinas do it best. And are you... She hasn't done this one in a while, but are you crazy? She dropped that. Yeah, I she hope that it. comes back. Yeah, it's going to come back. Uh, so this match starts off... That, I mean, that's a t-shirt right there. Are, are you, you crazy? crazy? Yeah. Should we sell it? Yeah. Let's get on it. Let's beat it. Let's beat her to the punch. 
Uh, then we'll get another cease and desist from the WWE. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there's a, a knuckle lock to start this. Tainara keeps going for this really cool, actually looking pretzel hold. I like the fact that if this this girl Tainara, this she's actually like a judo, like mm. she, she she can fuck you up. Yes, yeah. so I need to see more of that. And this is kind of what they're they're aiming to show us here. Uh, she's putting in like this like pretzel hold is what they call it. Uh, but then Garrett fights back, hits a series of arms dra- oh, arm drags. Just beautiful looking side Russian legs. Oh my from god! Yes. Garrett. the best move in the world, best according to you. Ever. According just, to you, just like delivered with perfection, right here. The best move in the world is not the side Russian it leg sweep. Really is. What's the difference between a side Russian leg sweep and a and a Russian leg sweep? What's a, just a Russian leg sweep? Because that's a side Russian leg sweep. Oh baby, someone let me know. What's the difference there? Because they always say it's a side Russian leg sweep. Yeah. So what's just a normal a Russian leg sweep? Just when you sweep the leg. Sweep yeah. the leg. Well, uh, there is a beautiful side Russian leg sweep from Santana Garrett. And then you, 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 you did the, like, uh, the, the yeah, just sound with your lips beautiful. when you do the yeah. Chabella. <laughs> uh, so there's, uh, but Tainara fights back instantly and hits a overhead belly to belly throwing her. It just looked awesome. Uh, she then hits like a knee trigger kind of thing, uh, then keeps kicking her arm over and over again. She then does a series of judo throws, but judo with like the arm too, like dragging her, throwing her. It looks really awesome. Judo throw. Uh, there's a crazy transition where she locks in a rings of Saturn. Uh, I thought this was going to be the end here. I was like, oh, is this her new move? Yeah, and, uh, yeah, which was cool. We haven't seen her really lock in a submission. Yeah. She didn't quite uh, lock it fully, and yeah. the commentators did uh, bring that up, but then they continued with that because Santana Garrett managed to slip out and try to roll her up for a for a one count. Yeah, she gets out of that, but then Garrett does, like, a cartwheel into backflips into, like, a back elbow, and then goes for, like, handsprings up into a forearm, but only a two count. She then goes for, like, a handspring moonsault, but Tainara gets, moves out of the way, then hits a super kick, and then hits this sort of, like, Brazilian kick. I don't even know what they they call it, like a... It was like the bro kick, but to the opponents on their knees. Yeah. Um, It looked really cool. Yeah, and Tainara pins Santana Garrett. Finally, Tainara getting some wins here. Getting some Ws. Yeah, uh, I will say that, uh, like, Tainara is still green compared to some of the other... For sure. But I I will say that every time I've seen her now, she gets better and better, so I I dig it. I think uh, the personality and the looks are there. She looks like a star, yeah. She does, and... It was nice. She bought a much more aggressive side to her this time, which she needs. As you said, she's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Um, like, she should have this aggression. Yeah. And I think we we need to see more of that with her work. Um, it's still a bit... Um, the fluidity isn't there yet. And yeah. that obviously comes with, with just more and more matches under your belt. It is still, uh, like, one move. And then the next sequence. And then the next sequence... Um, but she's still pretty new to this. So. And Santana Garrett? She looks fine, she too. She fine, yeah. yeah. I mean, nothing... She looks like Wonder Woman. I mean, she was dressed as Wonder Woman, oh, yeah. okay. Um, <laughs> Makes that, sense. that would be it. <laughs> um, yeah, like, was fine. I think the the women's division in NXT is just the the best in the world right definitely, now. Definitely, definitely. Um, we have I, a next women's match right now to go after it. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Dakota Kai... Her spot in War Games is up to this. She's going one-on-one with the NXT Women's Champion, Shayna Baszler. 
So uh, the match starts. Shayna is doing her classic bullying stuff. She does her taunts like, oh, I'm so much stronger and I could just kill you just like that. Uh, but then Dakota Kai kind of fires back and gets the best of her and then does her own kind of taunts back to her. Yeah, I like this. She's yeah. showing like, no, no, you're not getting in my yeah, head. She's like, like nah, fuck you. Nah. I got this. Yeah. There's a, a series of kicks. There's a, a roll-up from uh, Dakota for only a two. Uh, Baszler takes uh, like takes her on the apron. She ducks the penalty kick and then throws, basically like hoofing, pulling uh, Dakota into the ring post here. It looked really good. Uh, she then continues to stomp like where the injury was, the injured legs. Looks looks really painful, actually. The way Shane always beats up limbs. I, would say, I think Baszler and Dunn are the best at just... It, it just looks like they're hurting. Them. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know how you're not. Yeah, it looks so them. real. She's just stomping away at the knee and the ankle. Uh, it just looks legit. And yeah. I think that's where Shayna is so, so good. I will say that's that's definitely one of the best things. But she, I, she makes it I've so never good. been aware of her hurting anyone. Yeah. So, yeah, I think she's fantastic. Well, she keeps doing that. We go to commercial, but it's not the picture-in-picture. Picture. No Enya for me. They come back. Uh, there's a, a boot off, like, the apron from Dakota Kai. She's fighting back. She hits her, like, pop-up double knees, but it's only a two-count. They fight up top, and Shayna hits a avalanche gut buster. Only a two-count. They're now going strike for strike. There's a headbutt by Dakota Kai. There's a roundhouse by Shayna. Then a second one. Kai fights back. She's like, no, 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 you can't kick me. I'm the leader of Team Kick. And hits the face wash. She then runs into a knee strike, gets locked into the Karafuda clutch, escapes it. They roll around. They go counter for counter. Really cool transition. Yeah, they tease that maybe she kind of how Kairi Zane won the championship yeah. where she rolls backwards yes. and gets the pin. They kind of tease that, but they Shana go for got that. out. Shayna then rolls back into a cool spot. She flips her, gets caught in the Karafuda clutch again. And, well, Dakota Kai taps out just yeah, like well, that. Yeah, Dakota's so close to the ropes as well. I think she even got her finger on it. Yeah. And then Shayna just wraps the leg, kicks the hand uh, out of the way. She traps it. Dakota Kai taps. Love it. Uh, love. This was a really good match. Yeah, I, I love this match. This was awesome. You said just prior to this, women's wrestling is the best in NXT. It really is. Well, apart from the, the opening like promo, yeah. the first hour... Of the show was women's wrestling. Well, no, we had Pete Dunne and... and uh, oh, yeah. yeah, no, yeah. You're right. You're right. Uh, they both got long hair. Yeah, but two, still, two... Two, uh, two women's matches taking yeah, up the ball for the first um, half of the show. Well, uh, I really loved this. There was a great line from Moro where he says, there are 206 bones in the human body yeah. and Shayna knows how to hurt each and every Ooh. one of them. Great line. Bone shivers. Uh, bone but yeah, shiver. I loved this match. Yeah, this was really great. This this shows Shayna is getting really comfortable in this role she's taken over for so long now, but she's like really owning it and becoming it, and it's still evolving kind of thing. It's it's really cool. And Dakota Kai, it's awesome. She's back from the injury and still putting on really good matches. This was just because you lose, like it's it's good. And there's more interesting things here to come in this angle, but really good payoff match here from the two of them. Yeah. And I'm sure we'll see them lock up eventually down the line, down the line in some capacity because it's just good to go back to this story. But this is not where this ends because after the match. It's a fall brawl. It's it's chaos here. Uh, all the, the women in the War Games match run down. It's crazy. There's Io Shirai beating up Candice LeRae. Uh, there's everyone fighting in the, in the War Games. Rhea Ripley's there. Um, and then Mia Yim runs down with a kendo stick, swinging away. Swing away. How do you get a female baby face over? Kendo stick. You give him a kendo yeah, stick. We've seen this before. How many times have we seen this? Yeah. Like Candice, Becky, Charlotte, like now Mia. Io. 
It's yeah. It's not the passing of the torch anymore. It's the passing of the kendo stick. stick. And still, we still never got one for our our, th- our party last uh, August. Oh, kendo stick. Yeah. Nice Remember, one. I said anyone who brings a kendo stick can hit me with it. Anyone in the Tampere area? <laughs> Shh, we can't say that yet. We haven't announced that yet. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so there's a, a, a kendo stick. Kendo shots everywhere from Mia Yim. She's swinging away and she saves the day here. And Rhea Ripley's like, "Hmm, interesting. Okay, all right." I gotta say, what does this say about Marina Shafir and Jasmine Duke? <laughs> These are two women that used to do cage fighting. Right. Essentially. Yes. They used to fight in cages. Right. We're going to an event where you're going to fight in a cage. Whoa. Your best friend needs people on their team. In the cage. In these cages. For the match. For the match. She's like, no, nah, Bianca Belair and Io Shirai, who I used to feud with a bunch. No. And you two. Sorry, I, girls. I need you on the outside. No, you're, you're, you're like, just cheer me on. I need you cheering, girls. She's like, I need you're you on the outside. You're more important on the outside. I can't risk you. It's like. Wow. Reading between the lines says something else. <laughs> wow, I never, never thought of it like you that. Never I was like, you, really, about- you, really, you really showed me how funny that is. <laughs> Wait, War Games is in cages, and we all used to fight in cages. No, no, no. You're, you're, you're my girls. You're going to be on the outside. I'm the power lifter instead. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll get to what happens and what this alludes to down the line, but the brawl is settled for me again with the kendo stick. Uh, so, we then see that there is a second War Games match announced. This was, like, just a real throwaway. I mean... Champa last week said we're going to war. Yeah. So I, people were kind of thinking, oh, will it be? But also, is it, really- it could have just been me and Adam Cole going to war for yeah. the title. Is it really a war games if William Regal doesn't say, war games? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> war games. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to add that into my vocabulary. Like, like <laughs> say there's only like one piece of chicken left and we both go to grab it and I go... War games. <laughs> That's what you need to do to settle it all. Uh, so there you is. You need to stand like on a podium or something. Yeah. <laughs> war games. War games. Uh, so there is a war games. It's Tomasa Champa with uh, Matt Riddle mm-hmm. and Keith Lee. Yes. And another partner versus Undisputed Era. We'll yeah. get to this again later on. Up next is a number one contenders match for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. And up here we have Tony Nese, a former Cruiserweight champion. He won it at WrestleMania, yeah. actually. Uh, going up against NXT kind of regular here. We've seen a lot of him. Angel Garza, the guy who likes to take his pants off. Yeah. Well, we've seen this guy pretty much. At, I just That's, thought this first week with no Cameron Grimes. This is the first week with no Cameron Grimes. That's facts. That's wow. interesting. Wow. Uh, I miss him. I miss him too. Yeah. And the little hat. Little Babadook. <laughs> uh, so Angel Garza, Tony Nice, winner gets a shot at the cruiserweight title. They lock up. Garza goes for like quick, really cool submissions early on. Really awesome. Tony Nice is like none of that. Me and my eight abs are gonna waste, lift you up by the waist and just throw you because I'm a monster. Uh, Tony Nice just doesn't. We we had some potatoes with our chicken tonight. Tony Nice does not eat potatoes. No. Definitely not. Uh, so there's a crazy like uh, drop up and down and a head scissors from Angel Garza. And then he's like really on fire. And then he does his classic, like when you think he's about to hit you, he goes, stop. And he's about to take off. 
the pants, but Tony Nese ain't not want none of that. Starts beating up on him. Doesn't let him take off the pants. Uh, then they. I mean, would you if you were fighting someone and then they tried to take their clothes off mid fight? No, I would not. You I'd wouldn't like, wait, would you? You'd no. just kick the shit. Out like, of what them. the fuck? No. <laughs> put, put your pants on. Put your pants on. Weirdo. Yeah, I, I find it weird that I have to ask twice, <laughs> more than once, or whatever that line is. Uh, so he. Uh, He's he's like I'm not gonna let you take your pants off. Then they do like a slugfest, and Angel Guards is like, "Yeah, you want to hit me? Hit me!" So Tony Nice hits him. It's a slap. Uh, they go up top, and Tony Nice goes for a sunset flip powerbomb off the top turnbuckle, but Angel Garza holds on, but Tony Nice goes through with the move, and sunset flip powerbombs Angel Garza's pants right off him. Really fun spot. <laughs> this I is thought. amazing. This is really fun. I jumped out of my seat and shouted and went, oh my god, the pants! He powerbombed <laughs> the pants! Oh my god. Uh, he's like, oh, what did I just do? Turns around, Garza's still up top. Jumps off, hits a drop kick from the top, hitting him. Uh, they go to commercial. We come back. Garza hits a wrecking ball drop kick, then a beautiful moonsault to the outside. He's he is an angel. Yeah. He flies like an angel. Uh, there's a butterfly backbreaker from Garza for two. Nice fights back, hits a huge Michunoku driver kind of move. I love that move. I love that move. One of the best moves ever. Uh, Garza then goes for like this this other like lung blower type move. Hits that. He goes for a dive then. Car, t, uh, niche cartwheels then hits like this tornado DDT to the outside spikes so, him on the outside so he cartwheels off the apron to his feet then hits a tornado DDT on Garza on the outside just crazy rolls Garza back in goes up top Tony Nice hits the 450 splash and I bit because Angel Garza's foot is on the bottom rope and the ref stops and goes no 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 his foot and on he the seemed to do it in a very Angel Garza way as well. Yeah. It's just so Cheeky. cool. It was like the last split yeah. second and just boom, boom rope. This guy keeps going in my list of like, yeah, hey, this I guy, like you him. keep watching I'm, this guy. I'm a fan. Yeah. So we both are like, oh my god, we bit. So it's it's a two count. The match continues. There's a double slapping fest where they're literally slapping they're each slapping other. slapping the shit out of It is loud slaps. Loud. Yeah, very loud slaps. It uh, was a bonfire night yesterday in the UK. Firework night, okay. and these sounded like fireworks going. Yeah, on. They were. It was loud. They they were. I think N- Nigel was like, "That sounds like a whip." Like they're whipping yeah. each other, but it's in the face, in the chest. It's crazy. Um, and then there's a like a rope assisted O'Connor rule type switch into a power bomb. Uh, only a two count. There's a. Yeah, it was like. Was it like a handspring off the rope? Yeah, it was. It a was really crazy. Interesting transition into this power bomb. Garza goes for his crazy moonsault, and I said out loud, I said, every time he goes for this move, it gets countered, and look at this, it gets countered by Tony Nese, but even Angel Garza knows that his moonsault gets countered a lot, and knows the counter was coming, locks in this move they call the Wings Clipper, which is like, you have him locked in a butterfly, you wrap his legs, and then you jump and you sit down, I guess it would really hurt your like neck and your back and everything, and then he pins Tony Nice and Angel Garza is the number one contender for the cruiserweight title. This was an awesome match. Um, I, I will say, like, even though they both hit crazy-looking moves, high-flying moves, technical moves, my favorite spot was the sunset flip to the pants. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's going to be gift a lot. Yeah, it already was. Uh, I love this match. What did you think? It was pretty I cool. I thought this was a lot of fun. Um, I think the this is the right setting for the cruiserweights, I yeah. think. Uh, yeah, sale. 205 now on Friday nights, but they're going to air it, I think. Like, I don't it's know how it's going to work. It's just this week because um, they're going to the UK, okay. I believe. Uh, I think that's why. So they're, um, they're testing 205 out. I, well, 
whether it's a test or not. Sure. But perhaps, just me speculating, yeah. uh, starting to move uh, NXT, start touring NXT maybe, oh. and you've got that commitment with Full Cell, so sure. maybe move 205 to Full Cell. That could be it too. Because you're going to have a crowd who wants to see wrestling every week there, yeah. so, um, and they'll give 205 the respect it deserves. Definitely um, they would. Because every all the 205 matches are great. Like, there's never really a dud, it's just, it's so hard to watch, like, with that with crickets yeah, yeah. Um, and that's been the case from day one but Full Sail give them the respect and I thought this match was a lot of fun yeah it was it was great so after the match Garza uh, walks up the ramp he's celebrating and Leo Rush's music the cruiserweight champion himself comes out here he offers his hand to shake Angel Garza's hand Angel Garza goes to shake it but instead slaps Leo Rush across the face, a big slap too, yeah. and then laughs and walks off. And Leo Rush, instead of attacking him, just holds his face and laughs himself. He yeah, goes, he's all, like, right. all right, okay. he's like, all right, all right, I'll see you. I see you, fam. Uh, what did the five fingers say to the face? That's what happened here. So next week, it is Leo Rush versus Angel Garza for the Cruiserweight Championship. Nice. I'm pumped. Backstage, Rio Ripley is there being interviewed, and behind her is her whole gang. It's the gals. They're here. She says that I have picked my fourth member. It's clear. It is Mia Yim. And Mia Yim says, Yeah, yeah, we come in. Uh, you see, at War Games, we collect in bodies. She's the CBIC. The, H- the HBIC. CIBC. C-I-B-C. <laughs> She's the CIBC. <laughs> uh, Collecting them debts. She is the HBIC. Uh, and then Rhea Ripley. So behind is Tegan Knox, Candice LeRae, and now Mia Yim and Rhea Ripley. And Dakota Kai is like beaten up and Tegan Knox is like holding her. And Rhea Ripley turns around and goes, hey, Dakota. Oh, we got an Amber Alert. Oh, Amber Alert. Oh, man. Amber Alert interview, interrupting our, our podcast here. Keep your eyes I would, open, guys. I would say I'm against it, but it's actually to help little kids. So like, yeah. even if it's interrupting a podcast, that's yeah. I still support it. Follow your Amber Alerts. Mine didn't go off, though. iPhone users. Hmm. Uh, so she goes, look, sorry, Dakota Kai. Uh, you just didn't make the cut. I like Rhea Ripley's bluntness because she's been a heel yeah. most of the time. but yeah, And she's still kind of the same person, but she's like, yeah, so it's not good enough. <laughs> Sorry, mate. So Dakota Kai's like, uh, just like walks off. Walks off. Yeah, now... It's like the sad Michael Sarah Arrested Development walking do, away. Do, do. <laughs> do, do, do. I mean, this classically and typically would be setting up for a Dakota Kai heel turn. Right. There's a, a space available yeah. on Team Shayna. However, I, I like having... Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox as a tag team. Yeah. And I think you if they really want to build this women's tag division, you need consistent tag teams, yes. not just throwing people together They're team kick. on a whim. They're team kick. Um so personally I I don't want to see that happen. Sure. But I'm kind of expecting okay. Dakota to or Miriam to be mysteriously taken out next week or something like that. Whoa, interesting. I was thinking that Shayna Baszler goes, Hey, you can join my team now. <laughs> and she joins them, but I don't know if that would happen. I have a prediction that that maybe Dakota Kai does join the team because the horsewomen do join the cage. I don't know. There's multiple ways I, you can go. I just 
I feel maybe they just don't feel comfortable having yeah, I guess the not. horses in the cage. <laughs> the horses in the stable. Um, because it's, The horse women in the... Because <laughs> they're so, so green. Yeah. Um, I don't, I'm not a big fan of their in work. I'm not. I wouldn't um, want to see that. But who, uh, who would you say? Say it's not Dakota, it's not the horse women. Who would know. fill up Team Shayna? Dakota Kai. Asuka. I mean, I would know. it be a main roster? I don't know. Ronda Rousey. Ember Moon. <laughs> now we're just now we're just going left. Who's field. left? Is there anyone? No one. Tainara. Tainara. Sure, she got that win today. Yeah, sure, do it. Uh, so that is uh, what's happening with Rhea Ripley's team: Mia Yim, Candice LeRae, uh, and Tegan Knox. And it's it should be a fun, yeah, fun match. I'm interested in the women's war games. So up next, we have another match. It is Isaiah Swerve Scott going one on one against Dominic Dijakovic. Now, he's someone who's not in the War Games match yet. He's not announced yet, but I feel like he might be slotted in somewhere. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, they start the match. Dijak obviously uses his strength and height advantage against Swerve because he's a lot bigger than him. He does this move where he has him like in a power slam, body slam pose, hits him with the backbreakers, and then it's just what throws Titus him. Titus O'Neil yeah. did, but way, way back. Yeah, he right? just, he just throws like him. He's really kneeing you He's just like throwing you around. It's, it's really cool. Uh, he hits like this like second rope jumping turning around splash. Uh, Swerve fights back, hits a flying elbow to the back. There's a huge release German suplex by Swerve on Dijakovic, which he's a smaller guy hitting the bigger German suplex on him. Look really awesome. Then there's this crazy like 360 spin out tornado DDT kind of in the corner there. Looked awesome. Looked like he actually spiked Dijak there. Looked crazy. Dijak fights back. Tries to get Swerve up on his shoulders, gets him in the torture rack, which means he's going for the feast your eyes. But and he did it the way he got Keith Lee. Yeah, in the, in the they corner. Won in match two was it? Yeah, uh, getting it off the turnbuckle, yeah. which they brought attention to. So Swerve actually counters the feast your eyes with a roll up, only a two count. Gets to his feet, hits a jump up Enziguri, but Dijakovic says nah. Hits a giant cyclone boot, just killing this, this looks guy. Insane. Yeah, just like knocking him out. Then hits the sit out choke bomb for a two count. Uh, then he like picks up the, like the the body of Swerve, and Swerve starts laughing. So Dijak starts laughing. And goes, you think this is funny? You think I'm a what am I a clown? Do I amuse you? <laughs> and he says, you think that's funny? And he goes for like some sort of. Choke slam? Uh, like choke slam or, or something. And Swerve counters that into a poison Rana spiking Dijakovic. Just insane. Uh, looked crazy. Uh, they go like to there's there's a, a like a double stomp kind of thing. He gets Dijak on the apron, lying down on the apron, and then up top goes for like this double stomp. It looked like a st- one of the boots went to his chest, and one of them went to the face of Dijakovic there. Just crazy. They go back in the ring. There's crazy clotheslines, crazy counters. There's clotheslines turning each other inside out. There's a roll through where he goes for like to roll, like a rolling thunder, and you pop up and hit a move. He goes for that, gets caught up on the shoulders into the torture rack, flips him up, hits the knee lift, the feast your eyes, and Dijakovic pins Isaiah Swerve Scott. This was a lot of fun, too. This, this was, was another crazy. great match. Yeah. Um, I think the matchup here was really good. I mean, Dijak is huge. Like, he just looks so big in that ring. Um, and against the speed of Swerve, uh, I just thought it went together really well. I loved, towards the end of the match, um, Dijak, sorry, Dijakovic yeah. kept going for these strikes and... Uh, Swerve would like sweep them away with his feet and then kick him. Yeah, he's really um, slick with his. He's his kicks. really slick. Um, 
but I think the right person won. Definitely. I, I'm very high up on Dijakovic. Um, yeah. He should be a, a champion. He should day. be a big star in wrestling, I think. I think he's so. got a really... He looks big. He, he, he'll he definitely tone down his, like, style. Eventually, you'll have to. But even still, he's but, he's good. Like, Vince <coughs> must be... Yeah, has Vince just not seen this guy yet? Like, has no one shown him to Vince McMahon yet? A big foreign heel yeah. who's tall who's and muscly and handsome and can fucking wrestle. Yeah, so weird. Like, this is... Vince's wet dream, right? Yeah, yeah, it's strange. I don't know how he's not been stolen. Yeah. Yeah, out of all the guys, you know, they used to just he used to just steal people. Like, how has this guy not been stolen? Crazy. Uh, we have a vignette when we come back on USA here, and it's the Forgotten Sons. And they say, we've been casted out. You won't forget us. And I'm like, holy shit, I actually forgot you. Like, but actually, you know what? They had a good year. I'm not trying to diss the Forgotten Sons. I think that their ring works fine. Yeah. Um... You but guys, you missed a trick. Where were you on Friday and Monday? Yeah, you like, could have helped. You're being forgotten. Like you literally, you could have got some exposure there, guys. You, for, you were forgotten. Well, they weren't asked. They weren't flown out. Okay, they just <laughs> they were 20. forgotten. <laughs> we weren't even flown out. We were forgotten. That's what they should have said here. They say that they are the savages of NXT, and we won't be forgotten. They really like saying the word forgotten. Yeah, they love it. It's their they name. They love it. Okay, so next week they remind us the Cruiserweight title match, Garza versus Leo Rush. But they also announce a new match next week. And we were just saying that women's wrestling is number one here in NXT. It's the best. Best re- women's wrestling on the planet, NXT. And we already said that. But then they throw this at us. And we're like, okay, we are right. And oh my god. Uh, next week, Io Shirai versus Mia Yim in a ladder match for War Games Advantage. We were like, I'm sorry, what? What did you just say? O-E-O-E-O. Io Shirai, Mia Yim in a ladder match next week on NXT. Women's wrestling is just on fire, and this is the place to watch it. I can't wait to see this. Now, if you have ever seen a War Games match, ever, ever. I can tell you Io Shirai's winning. Because <laughs> the heels always have to have the advantage in War Games. Well, you know what you have to do in a ladder match? You have to climb it. You know what that means? You have to get high. Shirai gets high. All right. Next week. I can't wait. Next week's going to be a good episode. Yeah. Let's go to our main event of the evening. The OC. No, not the one with uh, that show. California. I never watched it. Me neither. But, you know, pour a little out. Uh, So the OC, the original club. AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson, they're going to have a six-man tag against the team of Matt Riddle, Keith Lee, and Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, this match starts off, and it's a, I said there was a brawl, fall brawl earlier, but this is a brawl as well. All six guys are just going at it. And then finally it clears, and there's Ciampa and AJ, and they start the match off. This is pretty awesome. We've not seen this uh, yeah. before. And we were talking about earlier, like, Brock and Randy being motivated. Yeah. AJ's always fantastic, but he looked so up for this. Okay, today. so yeah, this is his debut here in NXT, and yeah. he he literally he skipped NXT when he came to WWE, which of course he he's he's a he's a star. Mm. He didn't necessarily need NXT, right? He had those velocity matches back in the day. Exactly. Uh, so I just feel like this is cool for him. This is AJ uh, un, with the cuffs off. Yeah, you know, he's like, I'm just gonna go have some fun. He's like Matt Riddle, I see ya. Yeah, oh, I couldn't wait. Right I couldn't wait to. See AJ and Matt Riddle go here, but we have Champa and AJ going off here, and it's awesome. There's a transition where AJ hits his classic, amazing drop kick. Looks awesome. Uh, then he tags in Luke Gallows, 
who then uh, Champa tags in Keith Lee, and they're going at it. Then there's Lee going at it with Anderson, which is cool. Anderson hits a spine buster on Champa. There's a pop-up knee from Champa on Carl. They're going back and forth. Riddle gets in. He's on fire. This match is like quick, and it's hard to write what is all going down here because they just keep fighting each other. But Riddle is there, and he's lighting up Carl and AJ. He's like going off on both of them. He's chopping the shit out of them. He's hitting sentons on both guys, just beating both of them up. Hits a crazy deadlift German suplex, releasing on Carl Anderson. Then hits the flash knee to AJ. Hits the bro to sleep on AJ. Then hits a bridging German suplex on AJ Styles from Matt Riddle. And Gallows breaks it up at two. Then Gallows hits a roundhouse kick to Keith Lee. They're going for the magic killer on Champa on, on Keith Lee, but Champa breaks it up. Lee hits a, pow- a body slam on Gallows. There's body slams. There's a running tornado DDT by AJ on Keith Lee. Uh, he says Morrow says that AJ planted Keith Lee like a palm tree in the Sunshine State. And, yeah. you, and you laughed a lot. AJ counters a German and hits like a brain buster on Matt Riddle, but it's only a two count. Lee is in, hits a pounce on AJ, but sends AJ flying into the referee. Drake goes flying. This was a great spot. Drake is the best ref. It's because he worked for so long as a wrestler. You can he used to deathmatch. Yeah. So time. like, yo, this spot looked good. It like, looks I'm so taking proper. a bump. He went flying. Keith Lee pounces AJ, sends AJ flying into him. Looked great. Now Lee gets dumped to the outside. Uh, Riddle then goes for like the Frosbury flop. Frosbury flop. Frosbury flop. Frosbury flop. But kind of botches it actually kind of lands on his back on the apron apron. i would say the camera kind of cut away from it quick but the the wrestlers did save it they're professionals here like they're all really good dudes so i hope riddled back is okay because it looked like it hurt but he kind of fucked that move up maybe don't do that one just maybe don't do Mm. that one again you can do he can does crazy dives just don't do the one where you gotta clear the ring because he's not small matt riddle no. So, uh, yeah, I hope he's okay, because it kind of looked like it hurt. Uh, so he didn't get all of that, as the commentators would say. Uh, Champa is in there. He's with uh, AJ Styles, and they're going back and forth. He hits the a knee on AJ, and he looks like he's going for the fairy tale ending of sorts. And someone's music hits. And it's Finn Baller. He's just looking on the ramp. The distraction finish, which allows AJ to hit the Pele kick on Champa on the outside, Balor picks up Riddle, who's hurting from that back to the apron, hits the 1916, the lift-up brain buster, on the ramp on Riddle. Then Adam Cole runs in the ring and attacks AJ Styles. Well, whilst he was doing the Styles Clash. While the Styles Clash is about to happen, he attacks AJ Styles, hits him with a super kick while he's lifting Champa. Yeah, then hits the last shot to Champa. So everyone's like, what the fuck is going on? Standing in the ring, hits the looks looking down at the ramp to Finn Balor. They're both looking at each other and they're smiling at each other. And Adam Cole's kinda like, Yeah, you want you wanna be the guy who comes in here trolling around, fucking shit up? Well guess what? That's what I'm doing too. And these two are both bullet club like Leaders were, were side members turned leaders kind of thing here in both of these guys. And it's such a and AJ Styles is laying there taken out. What an interesting angle. We're not sure. What does it all mean? What does this mean? Adam Cole, Finn Balor, a standoff where they're not attacking each other because they got some sort of form of like a, a code of respect or maybe they have an alliance. Maybe they have an agreement with each other here in NXT. But what does it all mean, Basil? 
I think it's more they just don't have beef with each other. Right. So you had... Um, th- this really reminded me of, like, like Attitude Era. Yes. Where you, where you had all these factions. And right. this faction's feuding with this faction, but this faction's kind of cool with this one, but right. then they're feuding with them, so I'm not cool with them. Uh, so Gang yeah. warfare. Gang yeah, related. So obviously... And this is where NXT just brought everything together here. Right. Because you've got Monday Night Raw... And Friday Night Smackdown, main roster, are against NXT. So you've got the OC from Raw. You've got, like, Riddle, Champa, Lee from NXT. That other team there, like the NXT guys. And then you've got uh, Finn Balor, who started the Bullet Club with with the OC, with Gallows and Anderson. It's crazy. It's all intertwined AJ took over his role. Right. So they're throwing up the two suite and the... The Finger Guns. It's pretty And then crazy. Adam Cole, who's ex-Bullet Club and got on a dispute. His, so, own, his own group Exactly. Now. This was awesome. I think this is what people are going to go nuts for this week. They're going to say, wow, look at this angle. And it's, it's not rushing it either. It's still letting us wonder what the hell's going on. And it's, it's acknowledging everything. Yeah. It's not, it's not like when we had uh, DIY go up to the main roster earlier in the year. Yeah. And you're going... Wait, they're just about to... I mean, it didn't happen because right. of Champa's injury. But you're going... They're just about to have this match. massive blow-off singles match. And they're teaming on Raw. What? It's it's joining everything together. We acknowledge every yeah, story. No, it's really on. cool. I think people will be really hot for this. It makes you want to watch next week it, again. And it hyped you for both War Games and Survivor yeah. Series. It. I thought this was awesome. Great way to end the show. What a fantastic show. When... This show hits on all the like this. This show when just goes hard all the, the time. The weakest show of the of the night, uh, the weakest match of the night was probably Tainara Santana Garrett, and that wasn't bad at all. Right. Um. Really, really good show. So interested going forward. I feel WWE's had the shot in the arm that it it needed. Sometimes yeah, um, they needed with. Uh, with this whole Survivor Series thing, uh, I think my match of the night was Tony Nese and Garza. I really liked that. Oh, match. really? Yeah. Okay. Um. I. I really liked the main. I really loved how it was this brawling style, but a brawling style with all these people who are fantastic crisp yeah. wrestlers. So it was again, like, it was crazy seeing AJ here. Fast pace, so cool seeing um, AJ. Seeing here. AJ, AJ Champa, AJ Riddle, yeah, uh, crazy. all teamed up. But I really enjoyed Dijakovic and Swerve, yeah, as well. Um, I put a poll out on Twitter, okay, and um, I chose as the four matches: Dunn versus Priest, Dakota versus Shayna. Dijakovic versus Swerve and the OC versus Riddle Lee and Champa. Uh, in joint third place was Dunn and Priest and Dijakovic and Swerve with only 4% of the votes. Then we had Dakota versus Shayna with 12%. And the clear match of the night was the OC versus nice. NXT. No, it was awesome to watch. Game. I need to see AJ Riddle one-on-one really soon. That's yeah. a match I need to see again. I need to see them fight up again, I mean. Uh, so that was NXT. Uh, that was awesome. I enjoy NXT. It's my favorite wrestling show uh, to watch, uh, or we wouldn't be doing this show, really. Uh, so I, I, I love it. I thought I thought it delivers. This is what I like in my wrestling. I enjoy I, I like wrestling for the actual matches. I love really good match quality and I like storytelling and NXT does the storytelling where they don't kind of insult you. Yeah. Which I like because they know that maybe the most, the people watching the show are kind of people our age. They don't, we're not necessarily little kids who need to be kind of directed and told what to do and stuff. This is just like storytelling kind of simple to the, to the, you know, and just they going. let things play out for a while. Yeah. Like they, they never hotshot anything. Right. 
Um, shall I kick off feedback? Yes, go for some feedback. Uh, so forum.postwrestling.com is the post-wrestling feedback forum page there. And every Wednesday we post up and you can write in, ask questions, and we'll read them right here on the show. So we go to Eva from London. Yes, the Shayna Supervan with the third edition of Random Basil Fact Nobody Asked For. When she did MMA, Mauro Ronaldo is actually the one who gave her the Submission Magician nickname. Whoa, actually, in the in commentary in our match tonight, he mentioned he's called lots of her matches, nice. MMA fights before. Right. Uh, all things have been a great week in the Queen's Army. Beating up Bailey and Sasha Friday, verbally smacking down Becky Lynch on Monday, and picking Io and Bianca to her War Games team today. Prediction, Dakota will be Shayna's final Ooh. pick, likely next week. Show was great as usual, but I figured I would give the floor to the rest of the postmarks to discuss the non-Shayna aspecta. Questions. Number one, with all NXT champions in Wargame matches, what will the other three takeover matches be? I can tell you it will be Finn Balor, Johnny Gargano. And I like that they've kept Gargano off yes. since that. They're really selling that angle. And he's one of your, your main stars. Yeah. And they're not afraid to rest him for a few weeks. Um, uh, yeah, they'll add that. I'm sure they will add a cruiserweight title match, maybe, or Dane Dunn. In a three... That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, asks, who is winning? Becky, Bailey, or Baszler? I'm going to say Baszler taps out Bailey. Whoa! Yeah, I think Bailey should lose in that match. Uh, Becky, <laughs> Becky's not losing. Like, because Baszler, Becky is something you can do down the line. I think yeah. Bailey's the disposable one there. And what was the wine this wrestling oh. Wednesday? Uh, we both have taken a little break from the alcohol tonight. Just tonight, so. yeah. Well, I did some, uh, what did I do? Bubba King Kush, I think. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. That's not wine, but, you know, weed Wednesdays. Uh, yeah. Is that all they had to say? And that's it from oh, Eva. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, Paul from New Jersey. Dakota Kai would get you high, but she's off for a cry. Aye. This episode had good stuff on it, but I thought they really cooled off the brand supremacy bit in a matter of five days. Sure, soccer, soccer mom styles and the cool dad showed up, but it felt so formulaic already. Nobody jumped the barricade from Raw or SmackDown looking for revenge of their dastardly attackers. Shame. Tainara winning was cool, though. P.S. Officially a Patreon. Love the Scream review and the Heath Slater fan for life. <laughs> oh, thank you very much, Paul. We appreciate that. Yeah, we did a review of Scream on our Patreon on Halloween, uh, which was a lot of fun because we both are huge fans of that movie. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun. But we also do Was Next where we go back and watch old NXT um, and it's interesting because the, the raw thing with Seth and Adam Cole and Triple H saying, Seth, you're the NXT first champion. If you are, are a Patreon subscriber and listening to us do was next, where we go back and watch NXT, we're going to be getting to that point because Seth Rollins has debuted now with his haircut, yep. the blonde haircut. <laughs> We've been watching all of this, so we're going to get there. So watching Triple H say that to, NXT, to Seth about NXT was really cool. Oh, We've been watching the old NXT. I would say with his point of cooling off uh, the invasion thing, I don't think so. Remember, NXT has to build to their own pay-per-view yeah, as well. Yeah. There's only so much time. You can't have the whole show exactly. doing that. Because whereas Raw and SmackDown, you've got five hours of TV there to build for Survivor Series. NXT just has two for War Games. Sure. You don't need to do overkill with it. Also, I think a lot of the roster are either resting or going to Europe now. So you, you couldn't have too many guys on it. Uh, so thank you, Paul, for joining our Patreon. We love you. Thank you. Uh, okay, we go to mystery. Okay, episode of NXT tonight. Angel Gaza continues to rule, and it is now canon that he can't reach full strength. 
if his <laughs> pants don't come off. It's like Angle taking the straps down, yeah. you know? <laughs> Uh, Rhea Ripley is a massive goddamn dickhead and also insanely stupid for several reasons. First off, picking noted super loser Mia Yim, it doesn't help she hasn't won a match in quite some time kayfabe-wise either. And also for being a jerk to Dakota. (laughs) Rhea seems to think power solves everything, which will be her downfall. Going to make a bold prediction for next week's NXT, EO is going to win the ladder match when Dakota comes out and screws over Mia Yim and Team Ripley. And then she'll get added to Team Baszler. It was noteworthy that Tegan didn't even try to comfort Dakota after that announcement. Wow. And they uploaded a post-show segment where the interviewer tried to ask Dakota about it. And she was pissed off at everyone on Team Rhea. Uh-oh. Dakota Kai going to cost Mia Yim the ladder match yeah. next week. Enjoying the team. You called it right there. Uh, we go to Bring. This show really made me wish the OC were treated like big deal on the main roster. Their takeover tonight felt underwhelming. I'm sorry, did you not see Crown Jewel? They're the best tag team in the world. (laughs) Did either of you watch the NXT takeover on SmackDown and Raw? I thought SmackDown was done well, but... Uh, it kind of got dull. I really wish they had they had put someone other than Cole in the Raw main event, or at least t- let him talk instead of Hunter all the time. Yeah, I, the Raw one didn't really hit as much for me. Uh, I agree with you there about the talking. I think having Hunter to start with is cool, but yeah, we should hear some of these guys speak. Adam Cole is a fantastic promo, yeah, exactly. and he's your NXT champion. Boys and girls. Uh, he shouldn't have to let Triple H do all the talking. We go to Chris from Pennsylvania. Good show tonight, but I wanted to focus on how great that closing angle was. The last couple of years, the lead into Survivor Series has been weak. Existing feuds were ignored, and people came together for no other reason than brand supremacy. I loved how fluid everything was in those final minutes. Finn's an NXT guy now, but he comes out and helps his old Bullet Club buddies, even though they represent Raw. Mm. Adam Cole comes out for his revenge on Styles, but also attacks Champa because they are currently feuding, even though they are both NXT guys. I enjoy the attention to detail, and it makes me legitimately interested in finding out what is going to happen next. Yeah, exactly. It makes you go, what's going on? What's yeah. happening? Uh, it definitely makes me want to watch next week. They've been doing a fantastic job with the Finn Balor stuff here. Uh, we go to Sino Evil. I mean, he means Sino Evolve. Ooh, I like it. I like the name brand there. Uh, Wow, what a show. Love the presence of the OC as it makes perfect sense for them not having any emotional attachments to NXT because they've never been there. Absolutely. They say, what the hell? He says, what the hell came out of Bobby Fish's mouth during the beatdown? He was eating a hot dog or something. (laughs) (laughs) The ending was a mindfuck. First Finn teases an alliance with Styles. But then him and Cole smile at each other, two Bullet Club members fighting over another former member. Why don't they all just join together? Glad to see Santana and Tainara. Did you notice Robert Stone, F, formerly known as Robbie E, in the front row scouting? No, I didn't. Robbie E is is doing this new like manager gimmick with the tag team on the house shows here in NXT. Oh, okay. But uh, he, I don't know his, his name there. Uh, sorry, uh, Robert Stone. So he was scouting during this match, cool. apparently. We'll see what happens there. Uh, he says, I think Dakota definitely becomes Shane's fi- final member. He says, will you guys be watching 205 Live from Full Sail as it should be NXT Heavy? NXT is taking over everything, including Evolve with all the... New announced people they have there. He says uh, they must be really selling Gargano's injury because he was actually pulled from the Evolve meet and greets. Yeah, I saw that today. Wow, that's he keeping things. That's 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 real. That's like when Sandman and ECW just stayed home for so long to sell it. <laughs> I always love uh, Dusty when he had his arm broken. Yeah, um, 
would go around the house in a cast because <laughs> he wanted to keep kayfabe for his kids. Yeah, it's amazing. It's brilliant. Dusty's the best. Uh, was it his arm or his leg? It was his arm, right? I broke it was either Dusty. an arm in a cast or he had like crutches and his leg in plaster. I broke Dusty's leg. So we go to Sango from Malaysia. Hello. It was great to see Dakota Kai getting in the face of Shayna Baszler tonight. It wasn't that long ago when she was scared to death just hearing Shayna's name. Wonder how Tegan is going to handle her BFF not making the cut for Rhea's team. Love the cruiserweight, uh, cruiserweight match. The pants powerbomb spot was a thing of beauty. Angel Garza is a stud. And I can't wait to see how he and Leo Rush will build on their rivalry. Nice, on the other hand, needs an intervention. His abs gimmick doesn't work when you had Finn Balor showing off more chiseled ones to a larger <laughs> audience. Main event was super fun, even though it led to a non-finish. I love the screen time Keith and Riddle have been getting together. Two larger-than-life characters who can't help but hype up the crowd with their talent. Still don't see Balor linking up with the UE or the OC just yet. Side note, shame this ep didn't mention NXT's own Mansoor over... The- main roster Cesaro oh yeah that's true your boy Mansoor he won yeah he, yeah, beat, he beat Cesaro, he beat Cesaro. Uh, Cesaro. Uh, good night sleep tight and don't let the bruiser weight break your fingers break your fingers <laughs> Pete Dunn's the boogeyman now yeah. apparently <laughs> Uh, let's go to our last one here, Wrestling Graham. He goes, hey guys, just wanted to let y'all know that The Rock just bought a house five minutes away from me. No big deal. <laughs> he says, prayers up for Bobby Fish's exploding <laughs> face. What's in Bobby's mouth? <laughs> Bobby's like a dog. Like, what's in your fucking mouth? <laughs> oh my God. Uh, he says, I'm happy anytime Tainara is on our screen. Me too, brother. Me too. Serious question. If Poppy can play out Io Shirai, then can we get hot girl Megan? To play out Matt Riddle, Stallion, Battalion. Google's Hot Girl Megan. No, it's hot. Megan the Stallion. I don't know. Hot Girl Summer? Hot Bro Summer. As long as it's not Lizzo. Up next is a Lizzo Free Zone. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to get heat, but I'm telling you. Oh. It's Lizzo, Lizzo Free Zone here <laughs> on Up Next. That's all the feedback here. Uh, we post up, like we said. Uh, so that's NXT. That's what we watched tonight. Uh, so if you do want to continue to listen to us... T- Every Thursday on our Patreon, we do an NXT and AEW kind of comparison. The Wednesday Night Wars, we'll be reviewing AEW, the go-home show for full gear this weekend. So go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash upnext. This week, like we said, we have so many crazy shows. So if you like this show, you can listen to all the other shows we've recorded because once you sign up, you get access to all of them. So we have so much stuff that came out during October, spooky season. We did horror movies, all that kind of stuff. This this week we have The Terminator, mm-hmm. and we have Best Match Ever, Misawa versus Kobashi, which is going to be crazy. We got some feedback for that. People are excited for us to talk about that, because some say it is the best match ever. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm actually going to be away next Thursday. I'll still be here for Up Next, uh, but it means we'll be recording our Patreon shows a little earlier. So right. I'd just like to announce that we'll be looking at... The NXT July 25th, 2013 episode for Was Next. So yes. make sure you check that out. And we'll have another episode of Up Yours, Ooh. where we'll be looking at the first two episodes of Wu Tang and American Saga. That's from Sino Evil, I That's think. That's from John Sino Evil. He's, he's, our, picked he's that. our world champs tier. And let's just do a few, a few thank yous to finish the show. Yes. Uh, we couldn't be doing this show without you guys, with our beautiful patrons. I'd like to say thank you to Adam, a.k.a. Puffy, Adam Ali, Adam Newbold, Albert G, Alfred, as played by Andy Serkis, (laughs) uh, Andre, and Andrew Cook. 
Well, we're doing the A's here. Andrew Hickey, thank you for being a supporter as well. Andrew McDonald, thank you too. And another Andrew, Andrew Statsky. Then we have Anthony Makasib. I think I messed your name up. April Smith. We have Ari from Montreal, I'm assuming. And Aiden McNamara. Uh, McNamara. McNamara, man. It's, <laughs> Every it's, time. It's late. It's late. Uh, thank you to all our Patreon supporters. Uh, you guys uh, mean the world to us. You help us uh, continue to create content that we love doing. So uh, listen to us talk about NXT every Wednesday on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you go. Follow us. Uh, hit the five-star review. Put a review in wherever you if you if you use uh, iTunes podcasts or Apple podcasts or wherever and you can uh, write a review because you subscribe to us uh, write us a nice little review we would love some and uh, if you want to listen to all our shows again the Patreon dot com is where you can find uh, all that stuff we have so much shows coming out and it's been awesome it's been a wild ride and with this NXT invasion we have uh, some some cool stuff for Survivor Series Absolutely. coming up including a show with post post. Legends, yeah. post postmates, the postmates, the postmarks. The brands are going to come together. The, the brands are night only. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe two. Maybe if two. we can convince them. Yeah, we'll do the We're gonna, just going to invade. Yeah, we're just going to invade. John Pollock and Wei Ting will be doing a Survivor Series show down the line. We'll definitely discuss this in further weeks to come. But we're super excited. We have so much shows coming out. So uh, thank you to uh, all our Patreon supporters. Thank you to anyone who, who's like, hey, I just like listening to this show. Well, hey, thank you too for listening and support us. Uh, go follow the Up Next Twitter account. It is at Up Next Podcast. You can follow myself, Brayden Harrington, on Instagram and Twitter, my personal accounts. It is at the Bray D. And you can follow me at Davey Portman. Uh, so thank you very much. We will be back next week for Up Next covering some NXT. Who will show up? It's brand supremacy. It's crazy. It's chaos. Uh, so throw them up. Rest in peace, Oni Lorcan's uh, Twitter account. I know, right? What's that all about? It'll come back. Oh, it better. It's just an egg right now. It'll come back. I mean, tw- who, who, you know, it's Twitter. You know, you love Twitter. Throw them up. Um, and uh, take care, be safe, and Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> oh, boy! Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard to recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed, their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things with a program that complements your regular recycling. Plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard to recycle plastics can be so much more participate in the hefty energy bag program happening in your neighborhood today this holiday whether you're making a kroger simple truth turkey for 40 or a murray's baked brie for two kroger has fast fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last kroger fresh for everyone free pickup on orders of 35 dollars or more restrictions may apply Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy 5 or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.